Oh, bitch. Okay, so Sunday, Father's Day. Let me tell y'all what I did this morning. I went to church. Yay me. Okay, it was... Okay, so on Saturday, I decided I'm going to church. Was it Saturday or Friday? Let's check the facts. Um... Friday. So let me tell you about Friday. So Friday at fucking nine thirty eight PM the friend that I, you know, said run its course, that friendship. So that friend decided to show up at my house and text me. I'm gonna read your message. Um, come outside and give me a hug. I missed you. 9.38. And so I thought she was lying because why are you just running up to my house? That's weird. You can even text me back. That's weird. Um, okay, whatever. So as I'm coming down my stairs, she's already in my house. Um, and so, um, she's like, I'm waiting for my hug. And I'm just like awkward because so we're not gonna have that discussion you think we don't need to have a discussion of how you're a bad friend or how i feel like you're a bad friend you don't think it's you just want to blaze it over basically um dismissing everything that i said to you previously red flags red flags red flag flag on the fucking play i don't care call it what you want but just like blaming disrespecting my feelings and this is why, okay, people say Aquariuses are um, emotionless and don't have no heart and cold-hearted, da 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 When we express ourselves, people just go over the shit like we didn't just fucking get up the courage to fucking be able to tell this ingrate-ass person our emotions and how we feel for them to fucking blatantly disregard everything we just got the courage to say, which prevents us from ever saying shit anyways right so it prevents us from saying anything um and she just wanted to you know carry on like nothing like i didn't just send you this message and you not said nothing for days and then just show up at my house like you miss me that's fucking weird if you don't see that that's fucking weird then whatever so i just go along with it she here whatever and i don't like being rude because when i'm rude I'm fucking ruthless as hell because I like I don't like treating people how they treat me and I don't like making people feel I don't like making people feel things that are bad because I'm gonna if you make me feel bad I'll make you feel like shit on earth so you know I just try to refrain from doing that so we have a conversation um you know i overshared i shouldn't have shared anything about what was going on in my life because you know you're not a friend but i did which probably is what she was coming what i feel like she came to do is just like check on me and see what's going on in my life because you could have just fucking texted me back but whatever um misery loves company and she's been going through whatever she's been going through and it's why i like yeah disassociate yourself go handle whatever you need to handle if you don't want help and if you do then 
help but people who don't people who want to help it don't want to help themselves but whatever whatever so she mentioned like going to church but i've been saying i need to go to church i need to go to church and this weekend i had like the way a way to church so i was already planning on going to church um so this morning sunday uh my church starts at 11 she's been to my church multiple times she knows where my church is at my church is literally like two minutes away from her house and my church is like 15 minutes away from my house and so typically if we go to church if we both go to church I don't have her come pick me up because then she's gonna have to drive 15 minutes to go all the way back you know so I'll just catch an uber to work I mean to work Ooh, am I finding a new job god oh god please let me not um so I I woke up at 9. No, I woke up at 10. I will usually wake up at 10 to go to church. But let me tell you how the devil was trying to work his way into me not going to church this morning. So my hair right now, I, I look like a baby dyke. Literally looking like a dyke in training. Call it whatever. I have these fucking box. I did my own hair and some box braids. And my hair is 4C. So shrinkish like mother hell, motherfucker. And so they like these short little box braids and um, it's really for a braid out so my hair can be nice and curly. But I have to leave them in for about a month for the effect to like take because my hair is really stubborn. Like he like I cannot for the life of me, I cannot straighten my own hair for it to last more more than like five minutes by the time i get to the top of my hair like the back of my hair is already poofy like heat doesn't take curls doesn't take like my hair wants to be coiled and shrunk so i have these braids in and i'm like i couldn't fall asleep last night i didn't go to sleep until like four in the morning i'm like dude i'm gonna be fucked like i don't i'm not gonna wake up early so i can take out the braids and do something else with my hair um, and I didn't want to go to church with my hair like this. And I'm like, oh, my God, let me put on a hat. The hat wasn't working. And I didn't really want to wear a hat. So I'm like, okay, let me put on a scarf. The scarf wasn't working. It didn't turn out right. I'm like, I don't even want to wear a scarf. Like, I don't want to wear a scarf in church. I'm like, okay, put on a hoodie. But I don't want, like, I don't want to have my hair cover, head covered in church. Like, I feel like that's rude. Um, And so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. If people, because my church is very judgmental. The people in there are just like... I'll advise you to come to my church because my pastor's word is so awesome that I can really like tune out the people because literally I've been judged by better. So that's why I had to put myself up this morning and say like, literally, bitch, you've been judged by worse, I mean, by better and um, appreciated by worse. So fuck these people. Your hair is your hair. Um, and I, I really don't care, but I don't like to be the center. I don't like to draw attention to myself, even though I wore a bright ass fucking purple sweater. So moral of the story is I ended up making it to church. I was 10 minutes late because of my hair situation, but I was still there. Literally most people come in half the service, like while the pastor's preaching. So I don't even see what's the point of coming to church that at that point, like, half of the message has already been delivered i don't know whatever if you find something if you get a message out of coming in halfway through the fucking service that's up to you but me i need to be there through the praise and the worship through the um giving my tie like giving my um what is it called my 
my offering there you go i'm like my ties and my what my ties and my offering um and and hearing the whole word so i like and i don't even like being 10 minutes late because baby you should have been on time like i take being on time very seriously like my grandma was very particular and like i grew up with just people that are very punctual so it burns my bridges when people are late um i hate being late so i get to church and my pastor's like talking about so mind you boom she was supposed to come to church with me so i get to church but as i'm in my uber going to church i text her which is already live like nine ten fifty eight i text her and it i said are you coming to church she said i was supposed to or i was going to but my stomach is something something and she sent an emoji okay cool i didn't even text back because one you could have just said yes or no you don't owe me an explanation like literally is i don't care but you said you wanted to come and um i wasn't gonna wake you up for church you know what time church is gonna start you know where the church is at so literally you know to just meet me there um i'm not like i'm not your parent i'm not your fucking i don't need to hold your hand you're a whole ass fucking adult um learn to like be responsible already like and it, it pisses me off the lack of like just maturity and just uh it's just so much that's wrong and i don't like being in this friendship um so when she said no that was like that i went to church i turned my phone on D D. like i pay attention in church i don't be on my phone in church people be on facebook and shit i just be like what's the point but whatever it's i it's not for me to judge you like who am i to judge anybody um when it was my first day back in church in like two months um but when my pastor started giving the word let me tell y'all what it was so the title for today's word was god take me there boom and this is literally like i always feel when i go to church like my pastor is speaking to me maybe not all the time but most of the time i feel like my pastor is speaking directly to me so her her message today was god take me there and then the scriptures she took us to was matthew 7 7 through 11 um and uh so to sum up like the word it was like spiritual visual the natural so you ask for something that's the spiritual and then um you you worship god that's the um that's then he gives you the vision and then it become you see it in the natural so and y'all know i've been having a hard time lately i've been like lost and needing things and asking God for things in prayer. And I'm like, I've been religious my whole life. I've been in the church my whole life, but I never really took the time to understand. Like, so when I was going to church with my mom, um, I was a child and I really didn't pay attention in church. It wasn't really nothing like ever caught my eye. I just knew like that I'm supposed to go to church, like, like there that there's a God, the heaven and the hells, like just the like basics of the religion, right? Um, I never really got into scripture. I never really read my Bible. I just, you know, so, um, I, it's a lot of things like I'm so fresh and I'm learning so much still, even though I've been in church my whole life. So when she was like, praise, like, um, ask God, you know, cause they say, ask God and he will, he will give it to you. You ask, 
asked and it shall be given to you. I don't know, like the scripture or whatever, but, um, right. So I just asked, I pray, I pray to God and I ask him and I'm like, you know, wondering why this is literally me wondering why things that I've asked for haven't came to pass and what's going on and why, like, you know, kind of questioning like, God, I'm asking you for these things. I'm going to you in prayer and I'm, and I'm thanking you and I'm praising you. Um, what's going on and basically she was saying like you not getting what you ask god for because you're not worshiping him god needs to be worshiped that's something that he it's not just asked and it shall and it shall be given to you it's asked worship and then it shall be given into you um and so i thought me praising god and listening to like reading my bible and praying and um listening to my gospel was me worshiping God, but that's not me worshiping God. Me worshiping God is me thanking him and giving glory to him and stuff like that. Um, and so I'm like, oh, it makes so much sense. Like there's a distinction between praise and worship and between honoring and just, you know, giving him the glory. So that's that. But then she also spoke on the snake, the woman and the snake and why God sent a snake to speak to the woman. And, um, she said the the God sent a snake to speak to why would God send a snake to speak? He could have sent any other animal to speak to the woman, but he chose a snake because you need to be careful of the snake that's gonna be in your circle. Mm, right on fucking time. After this lady, this woman, this girl, this oh, I'm so hot. Like I was so fucking angry in church because I'm like she, that's literally what it feels like it feels like she's just this two-faced backstabbing ass snake that has been around and like fucking sunk her teeth into me and has been poisoning me since we've been adults and this is like since we've been 18 so mind you i've known her my whole life since basically two years old um but we can say for sure like um kindergarten so around five years old and we're 24 now um so practically 15 years but really like 22 years so between 15 and 22 years i've known this person and since we've been grown the distinction of our childhoods were very different right so she don't have no sister she's the only girl and she's the youngest and she has pure brothers right and her brothers are pretty like there's a good age gap between her and her um next brother um i think they're like four or five years apart right now me i have sisters i grew up with sisters brothers older and younger right and then also my next sibling above me is only a year and some months ahead of me and then my next sibling under me is two years no three years up under me um the twins are three years up under me and so for me like i had role models and i had siblings that allowed me the space to be a kid to make wrong decisions to be wild to be free to act crazy to party to have sex like literally i had excuse me i had a legitimate childhood filled with mistakes and wrongdoings and and fucking regret and all that shit right now for her she didn't have that she was in the house all the time like i i started having sex at 11 i think she didn't start having sex until like 19 20 years old and so the things that like the partying and the staying out and the sleeping with ran like 
with different people and not caring and you like uh using men and stuff like that the things that i've done as a child in middle school and high school and my early like you know no not even high school like i slowed down in high school so not even after high school i did these things she's just getting the opportunity to do them now we are not compatible we're not in the same space we've never been on the same space but as i was still younger i was teaching her these things i was teaching her how to be expressive and enjoy life and go out and not be in the house and you know deal with guys and like you know just be a woman be a young lady and and maybe even be a slut a little bit be a whore a little bit like you know live live a little bit so um and so that very distinction is kind of like why we are not in the same place today because she still has a lot of catching up to do on what should have been a childhood she's doing it in her early 20s whereas me in my early 20s i'm i'm gonna still say early 20s till next year i'm gonna be in my mid-20s okay don't quote me bitch fuck you if you're 24 and you say you in your mid-20s that's between you and you and yourself me and my 24 year old self i'm i'm still my early 20s so me in my early 20s um i'm i'm ready like i'm ready to have a stable life i'm ready to have my career i'm ready for my husband to find me i'm ready for um not my family but just to build my legacy and build my home and like buy property and do uh have business ventures and create uh family wealth and stuff like so right now that's what i want to do and right now she's uh still catching up on her childhood and it's just not compatible um but at the same time she doesn't like me that's the whole that's like the cherry on fucking top uh, uh, along with us not being in the same space even though we're the same age she don't even like me so it's like you don't like me but yet you want to know what's going on in my life you want to know if i'm happy or sad and it's better for you if i'm i'm miserable because currently you miserable and you have a lot going on and misery loves company i've literally learned this throughout my childhood like with one of my sisters i'm not gonna kid you like when my sister would be angry with whatever man she was dealing with or with whoever she was angry at the whole house had to feel it the whole house had to feel it the whole house was uneasy we walked on egg shows we didn't want to fucking barely breathe nobody wanted to talk to her it our house was so fucking quiet our house revolved around my sister's energy do you know how fucking crazy and insane that is and Mm, I'm not gonna say nine times out of ten, but I'm gonna say like seven times out of ten, my sister was fucking angry and miserable. And do you know, seven times out of ten, our whole house was fucking angry and miserable, along with her. Misery fucking loves company. And I had posted on, and this is this is how I know, cause I um I hid my stories from her because I found it weird that you didn't want to respond to my message, but you wanted to watch my Instagram stories. No, that's very weird to me. So I hid my Instagram stories from her. And then um, I know she watches my Facebook. So 
um she's not gonna like anything she's not gonna comment on anything she just she just peeping and watching and watching and peeping right so this is the post i'm gonna read it to y'all now it's very dramatic and whatever that's how i do and it's just this, this and i just be saying shit and i i do a whole spill like this just to see something because this was two days ago right but three days ago i posted because i'm in this cooking competition i'm i'm like posting my link every day and consistency and stuff and nobody said anything nobody liked it nobody fucking commented but people uh people went to go vote but okay boom so a day later i posted really an orphan okay i'm a quote quotes really an orphan no parents no friends no family i fall and pick myself up i ask me for help on my support system on my emergency contact mostly because i'm still seen as who i was and it lets me know who wants to see the best version of me sometimes it's lonely but i have my best interest and will never do me wrong i'm my best friend i'm my cheerleader i wipe my tears life happens life happens to us all i love me so much for just still being here i could have been dead 10 years ago truth but i'm no quitter i'm strong and i got this i'ma find my people end quote now four people liked it and one person commented right and it was just to see, like, Ms. If if it's something sad and depressing, people gonna gonna acknowledge it. But if it's something good, people are not gonna fucking acknowledge it. I'm literally trying to win twenty five thousand dollars, and all I'm asking for you is to fucking vote for me. And you can't show no love on it, right? You can't share the post, no nothing. But here, I'm fucking basically disowning my whole family because they've disowned me and they've never been any help to me here i'm saying i don't have no no parents even though I'm, my mother is still living um here i'm saying i don't have no friends even though people claim me as their friend and i'm saying all these things and people are like oh they're like you know hearting it and carrying it and then messaged me and stuff like that and i'm just like wow so when I'm doing bad and I feel shitty about myself, it's, it gets support. But when I'm really, when I'm happy and I'm trying to do something positive, it like no love at all. And it just, it just goes to show um, that people really eat that shit up. And so I posted that, right? When did I post that? I said two days ago. Um, and then she came to my house later that, uh, later that day, that night interesting you missed me after i just said i don't have no friends but you couldn't you want to be my friend in private because you talk about me and you don't like me in public no and it's it's to the point where um i have to block her and i may have to cuss her out because it's just like i keep allowing you to play in my face and it's not that i i know that you're playing in my face but it's because I am not the same person that I used to be. I used to be somebody most people fucking hated. And to this day, my mom still hates me for the person that I was. And my grandma still hates me for the person I was. Like, literally, my whole family hates me still for somebody that I'm not even anymore, right? And so, for me, I have to give people chances for change. I have to be hopeful that you change. So, I'm going to give you every opportunity 
to change, right? Because I want that, I wanted that somebody to give me unlimited opportunities to change because I really wanted it. I really wanted to change and be something different. And it took me a while, and I'm here now, and I'm still waiting to be forgiven, you know what I'm saying? But I'm quick to forgive and I'm quick to give chance and chance. And yet, instead of people actually changing for me or changing because of me, they continuously bring me the same bullshit time and time again. And I don't like that. I feel very disrespected by that. Um, And I feel abused by that. And it makes me so fucking angry. And I went to Instagram and I was like, you know what? Like, really be careful. Like, I, I kid and I'm very happy and I'm very kind. But what people fail to realize, I come from vicious people. I literally come from animals that will rip your fucking heart out while staring into your eyes in front of your whole fucking family. So even though I'm not that, I know how to be that. So when I feel disrespected, I snap. When men disrespect me, I snap. When people continuously play with me like I'm just an idiot because maybe it is idiotic to give people chances but I don't think so because I believe in change when you just abuse me for my kindness I'm gonna snap and I go to therapy I have a psychiatrist they are well aware what I may be capable of I will not go to prison for harming anybody I will not go to jail see any jail time for committing a crime because I've already I have a profile with my psychiatrist and my therapist that says I'm capable of these things and because I haven't done it yet it doesn't mean I'm not capable and I haven't discussed that I'm I may do these things and it's dark it's dark as hell and it's very sinister and people forget I could be that person if you push me to that point and that's why I try to remove myself from people and if you see me trying to remove myself from you and you try to continue to leech on to me and you don't want to let me go I'm gonna turn into a vicious rabbit dog and treat you like you should be fucking treated rip you up and eat you fucking life like stop playing in my face it really could be so simple and I really get so upset with it because it's like I'm kind I'm patient I give chance after chance and all I'm asking is for change, really, is for you to, like, actually be a decent person back to me. And if you're not, I'm willing to wait and see that you change. But don't just bullshit me and just keep on running, like, trying to run game on me and manipulate me and con me. Like, I hate when people try to get over on me because I, you don't have to do that. It's like you fucking, that's like you fucking putting something that's like you going into a store, putting a hundred dollars on the counter, and then putting twenty dollars worth of stuff in your pocket and walking out, and you feel like you stole, like you feeling like you got over on somebody, but really you didn't. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you being, you not making sense. So like when people try to get over on me, it's just like, but what was the reason? And I know it's probably karma because I've I've gotten over on people. I've manipulated people. I've abused people. Like, you know, I've done these things. So, yes, it's probably just my karma coming back to me. But, damn, I'm not that person no more. I, I, it, 
it's like, damn, it, I really do kind of coming back. But, God damn. And it helps me understand, like, how the people that I've done wrong or abused and mistreated felt when I did it to them. They probably felt like, damn, I didn't deserve this. They probably felt like, damn, I'm a good person. Why would you do this to me? So, yeah, it's karma. But the difference is I try to remove myself. They never tried to remove themselves. And it's not an excuse. It's not justifying it. But I'm trying to remove myself and you trying to just continue to cling on to me and trying to fuck me over. You going to fuck around and get fucked over. And I'm going to hate to have to fucking see your mom on the street and be like, yeah, no, they, you, your, your mom going to be wondering why I didn't serve jail time for fucking dismantling you. And you and have and her having to have buried you, probably cremate because I'm so vicious. It's probably not gonna be either. It's gonna be a closed casket or you gonna have to get cremated, baby. Cause that's what that like it causes that much rage in me where I'm like so like it like I have no idea how far I would take it. Like and I always picture myself over killing somebody. But I don't even know how far that goes because I try to stay away from the other side. Like, I am this warm, sweet, kind person. But right on the other side is this vicious, dark demon that I keep at bay. Like, my father was a killer. Like, literally, my father was a killer. And growing up, I thought I was going to be a killer. This a part of the reason why I didn't want to be married and I didn't want to have kids. And I was glad the relationship I had with my family was what it was because I didn't care about them. And because I thought I was going to grow up and be a killer. And I think the best for a killer is to be not attached to anything because you cannot use anything as leverage for me. So to be unattached, have no family, to be an orphan. I can be a cold-blooded killer without no no leverage. You don't have no leverage on me. I'm not afraid to die. I'm not a, I don't have no family for you to fucking leverage me with. So, it's me, you and death. Who going first? Who going to see death first? Like that's literally how I grew up. So, me trying to get away from that, me trying to have a normal life, me trying to have a Christian a godly life. And a family, I don't think like that anymore. And I don't see life as that anymore. Like, so I, and if I, I feel like if I start, if I kill one person, I'm not going to ever come back. So I just really be cautious of letting myself get to my breaking point. And I, this is why I self-remove. I, rem, I, if I, whether I'm the problem or not in the equation, I'm going to remove myself because there's a problem and I don't want no problems. But if you want a problem, no problem. But that's that's the spill. I um, I'm going to see I'm going to see if we can have this conversation. But the conversation is not even to 
be friends anymore because in the last message that I sent her I was like you know what I'm still here for me I, I'm still here for you I can't even be here for you anymore I can't be here for you I don't want you to come to my house I don't want you to text my phone I don't want to share your share my location with you anymore because that's how you knew I was home you've seen my location that I was home I I I literally have to disconnect from you because really how can I be friends with somebody who don't like me how can i be cordial with somebody who talks about me how can i be friends with somebody who have no respect for me how can i even be cordial not even be friends how can i be cordial you a snake and i'm always see you as such so i'm always be on guard and around my friends around people around anybody i like to let my guard down i don't want to be around nobody my guard has to be up i literally did not go to my family my aunt's birthday party because her husband's family was going to be there and I'm gonna have to have my guard up because I don't like those people the her best friend that I got into it with at her home last time was going to be there and I was gonna have to have my guard up because if I see her again I really want to fight her so you know just remove I've removed myself and I have no problem with removing myself but let me allow me to be removed with no strings attached don't fucking have me on a fishing rod and not fucking swim away and you reel me back in no just let me go in peace because it can get very dangerous and very fucked real quick but that's my spill that's but i really did have a good time in church i learned something new that i am gonna apply to my daily life is which is to worship god um Cause I'm, I'm, I am, she's like, you need a new car. You want a new car. You want a new house. You want a new job. All of those things I've been asking and praying for. And I haven't see, seen it because I haven't done the worship. So I'm going, I'm going start my worship and, um, give it to God. You know, I did i did text my mom today um i haven't i didn't hear from her since um let's see the first day that i had texted her was june 11th um june 10th and then carried into june 11th and then i texted today june 18th and I just said, I'm like, I just said, you're the strongest person I know and trying to, and trying to be as strong as you left me feeling stressed and lonely. If you feel like that too, I pray you find peace and comfort. I hope you're doing better. And she texted me, are you mobile? And I said, no, but what did you need? And she didn't text me back, but which is, uh, I, I have mixed emotions about having conversations with my mom or even if I want a relationship or what do I want to do with this like detachment from my mom like I I don't need a mother but I do need a mother but I don't want her to be my mother because it's like you've had my whole life to be a mother and you didn't but I do want to have a relationship with you but not as mother and daughter but just as somebody I know like I care about you as you brought me into this world but i don't see you as a mother but i do want to make sure you're okay and i would like to talk to you every now and again um but she didn't block my numbers so i'll 
try a couple more times, but I'm not big on kind of like forcing the situation because both of us have done each other wrong and I feel weird about being the only one reaching out. Um but those th- these are my struggles. I I I'm learning, I'm seeking answers and 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 advice from everybody and um taking it as and how I can and applying it how I can to the best of my comfort so I'll keep you guys updated on both of those situations my mother and the ex-friend I just can't do it no more I have given all that I could give to this person um and if I even display anything else that I have to offer it will be snatched up with nothing in return so that's all I have. I hope y'all are good. Y'all have a good week. Tomorrow's Juneteenth. Y'all better not go into work, my black folks. I'm off. I'm going to go to the cemetery. Uh, it's Father's Day. I didn't go today. Um, I just, I was going to go, but I was like, you know what? It's Father's Day. There's going to be so many people there, and I don't really like holidays. Um, so I'm going to go tomorrow on my off day and just kick it with the old man. And I hope y'all, y'all good. Have a good week.